Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not lead you in what you are going through with your uh, male colleagues if you're a male you relate with your female colleagues if you're a female you understand? and vice versa the, the opposite sex relate and one day I believe that everyone that is under the sound of my voice this morning as a young man as a young woman one day there is a desire that one day I also am going to get married and the reason why I believe in this because you know somebody was saying something about our evening meeting he said in your church do you people encourage relationships and I said listen if they don't encourage it in your place you understand because listen to me either they encourage it or they don't encourage it the truth of the matter is people will go into relationships they will either you will preach it or not but you see the word of God is detailed the word, God, the word of God speaks about every area of our life. Listen to me. There is no area of life that the word of God leaves out. And I believe you know that even the word of God speaks about sex. Read the book of Solo, Songs of Solomon. Come and check out the book of Proverbs. When it was talking about a man drawing out of his sister. You don't know what it means. Oh, you don't know. He said, let the breast of the wife of that youth satisfy you. He's talking about romance. He's talking about sex. Let the breast of the wife of that youth, let it satisfy you. Don't look at another woman's breast. That's what he's saying. Hallelujah. The word of God addresses every area of life. He talks about money, talks about relationship, talks about sex, talks about education. There's nothing that the word of God did not touch when it comes to life itself. And like I said, we're all born to be relational. And a lot of us don't know what it entails. And listen to me. Do you know a lot of people are in relationship and they feel that they're happy, but if you check it, they're frustrated. Why do you think some people, some guys keep dating one lady after another? Why do you think some ladies are not satisfied with one man? They date this one. They go after this one. They go after this one. It's because they don't know what it entails. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you see the word of God is for instruction. The word of God is for instruction. And when instruction comes, direction has come. Because if I'm confused, I don't know where to go. If I'm, if I'm all of a sudden, I'm traveling. I'm going to, maybe, you know, on, on Thursday or Friday, we're going to Umaya. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I suddenly, maybe I'm driving my car. And I get to a junction. I don't know where to turn. Maybe I should go to Okene or I should go to Onisha. Praise God. And I get there. Now, if I lack instruction, I may go the wrong way. But if there is an instruction, there is a signboard somewhere that says this way to Maya, this way to Okene, you understand? Then that instruction that has come will give me direction. And I believe that as few as we are here this morning, somebody here needs instruction, somebody here needs direction. And as you hear this word, my prayer is that your eyes of understanding will be enlightened. That's my prayer for you. 
the Bible says if this gospel be hidden he said it is hidden to them that are lost so if you can't share this word it's because you are lost and he said in whom the God of this world Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 he said in whom the God of this world had blindfolded their minds that they should not see the glorious light of the gospel so there are, that means every every individual that does not hear the gospel they have a blindfold over their mind that means if you hear the word and you are not a doer it's because there's a blindfold over your mind there's a blindfold that is covering your heart that is not allowing the gospel to penetrate how can you hear a message listen to me I, I, I remember preaching in big lt one day yes back and i told them that the worst grammatical construction that i can ever think of it's not even stupid, it's not foolish, it's not, you know, what have you. The worst grammatical construction that you can ever, that can ever be spoken to you or that you can ever speak out of your mouth. Do you know it is known? Ah, pastor said it last year, but here am I in this mess, known? if I had heard it. Oh, my friend told me that this thing I was doing is stupid, but I still continued and did and paid for the consequences. Oh, had I known? Because even on the last day, a lot of people will cry, had I known, when Jesus comes back. Oh, had I known I listened to that preacher? Had I known I gave my life to Christ when I was 20? Had I known I gave my life to Christ when I was 18? Had I known when that brother came to my house? Had I known I listened to the message? Had I known? And I don't know, always bring tears to the eyes. It brings tears to your eyes. Because for you to make that statement, it means your heart has been broken. And when your heart is broken, tears will come to your eyes. Oh, had I known. Oh, every time you switch on your TV, you see the awareness. Oh, beware of AIDS. AIDS is everywhere. Beware of AIDS. Do you understand? Beware of AIDS. Do this, do this, do that, do that. And you still continue doing whatever you have to do. And one day, all of a sudden, maybe you had an accident. Or somebody, maybe one of your, one of your uh, family members had an accident. And they say, oh, you know what? Oh, Brother Susu, your blood is the only one that can match his own. So please give us some blood so that he does not die. We only have 30 minutes to get your blood and transfuse it and they remove your blood before because they transfuse transfuse it they test they, they test it and they say oh, we can't use it because you are hiv positive and your cousin or your family or your even your immediate brother dies because of your level of 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 what do i call it come on somebody borrow me some english he's not ignorance of what of stupidity hallelujah because we do things and we don't think of the consequences of what we're doing. Are you with me? Genesis chapter 24. Oh, I'm looking for him. How do I see him? Oh, I'm looking for her. How do I know it's her? Because listen to me. As you journey through life, you will meet a lot of ladies. As you journey through life, you will meet a lot of men. But it's not every woman that you meet that is your wife. And it's not every man that you meet that is your husband. So pastor, I'm looking for him. How do I know him? I'm looking for her. How do I know it's her? Hallelujah. Praise God. Are we there in Genesis chapter 24? From verse 1. And Abraham was old and well stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. 
And Abraham said unto his elder servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my tie, and I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven, and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. Somebody say, Among whom I dwell. Come on, somebody say, Among whom I dwell. Come on, say it louder. Among whom I dwell. Oh my God, come on, shout it. Among whom I dwell. Oh, there's a reason why I said you should say it. Because Abraham told his servant, he said, Come look. Go and look for a wife for my son. Now we can sit down and look at the pattern of how the guy went about to get a wife for, the, for his master's son. Now he said, come put your hand between my tie and swear to me that you will not take a wife from among the Canaanites among whom I dwell. Now the first thing is, you know, Jesus said we are in the world, but we are not of the world. <laughs> we live in this world, but we are not of the world. So you see, if I'm not of this world, then whomever I need to go into a relationship with must not be of this world. Because physics says, unlike pros, attract. But the laws of life, when it comes to relationship, is like poles must attract. I attract to myself the kind of person that I am. Are you with me? So Abraham told Abimelech, he said, look, don't pick from among the Canaanite among whom I dwell. And you are here in this world. There are a lot of people around us. There are a lot of people that are not like who you claim you are. Are you with me? Are you with me? If you are sincerely born again, you are sincerely born again, then you should not pick from among the Canaanites among whom you dwell. Oh, somebody came and said, Pastor, can't I just date that Muslim brother? Abraham said, look, if you will ever pick my wife or son, because I might have gone even before you do that. Before, because before you come back from that journey, I might have passed away. But please make me a promise. That you should not pick from among the Canaanites. Because the Canaanites, oh my God. The Canaanites, they don't understand our doctrine. They are not circumcised. They don't know the law. They don't even know God. So don't pick from among them. Because if you pick from among them, they will draw the heart of my son to their idol worship. Did you discover that was the problem of Solomon? When he began to pick many wives, 700 wives and 300 concubines. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's 1,000. How many days you have in a year? You have 365 days. Oh my God. That guy must have been a machine. Are you with me? Because even if he decides to sleep with two, two of them in a day, that's still 600 and something or 700 and something. So we're still living. How many? About 300 and something that he will not sleep with if he sleeps with two of them in a day throughout the year. But the Bible says his heart was drawn after the, after the 
worship of the women that he married because he picked the wife from among the Canaanites. It, oh, oh my God, oh my God, listen to me. If you're sincerely born again, then you will pick somebody that is exactly like you. That's if you are. Mm -hmm. That's if you are. That's if you are. Can we go on? He said, but thou shalt go unto my kindred and to my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto thy son. Unto my son. That means go to the kind, to my house, to my country, to my house. That means our kind of people. <laughs> Hallelujah. Our kind of people. Because you know, somebody's coming and say, oh pastor, you know, the guy is fine. I I know he's not sincerely born again, but Pastor, you know I love him. You know, Pastor, you know he is, he goes to church, but you know he, he just attends parties once in a while, just once in a while. You know, Pastor, he he, smoke, he doesn't smoke. You know, he before he used to smoke one packet of cigarettes in a day, but now he smokes just one stick. Abraham said, Go to my house, go to my country and my house, my very country and my very house, and pick a wife. And he said, Listen, 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 promise me that that is what you will do. Don't do otherwise. Oh, Pastor, I'm just managing him. Somebody came and said, Say, Pastor, you know, there are not enough born again brothers that are fine out there. Who told you? Who told you? Huh? Who, who told you? Who told you? Oh, how do I look? Somebody check me out. How do I look? Check me out. Come on, somebody check me out. How do I look? Check me out. Oh, Pastor Inka, please, can you rise to your feet? Come on, ah, tell me, how does this man look? Come on, check, check him out. Come on, check him out. You can see that. You can see that. Oh, Tony, please, can you rise to your feet? Come on, check him out. Come on, check him out. Come on, check him out. Oh, there are no enough who told you. Is it because, is it not because you, are, you have not opened your eyes to see what you are supposed to see? And is it not because of the, among the people whom you dwell? Abraham was dwelling among the Canaanites. And when he discovered that what he wanted was not among the people he dwell, what did he say? He said, my servant, take a journey to the right place. Oh, all of my friends that are guys, they are bad guys, then come and take a journey. Look at someone and say, take a journey. Look at someone and say, take a journey. Come and look at someone and say, take a journey. Ah, uh, you need to take a journey to the right place. Oh my God. Oh my God. I feel some anointing here this morning. You know, I, I, I was speaking to one of my daughters. You know, she just passed out. She just finished service during this week. I was speaking to her years back when she was in PDS. What year was that? That should be 2002 or 2003 when she was in PDS. You know, I was in my room and she passed. And the guy suddenly said, oh, that girl that passed is the most popular girl in PDS. I said, what? What's she popular for? 
Is it because she's the most brilliant? She said, no. I said, then what? He said, she's the most stupid and the most popular. I said, wow, call her for me. And she came into my room. Then I started speaking to her. And after 15 minutes, she broke down and she started crying. And I spoke some words into her life. I still spoke to her some few months back. And she said, man of God, I can't forget you in my life. And there was a statement I stole her. And that statement stayed with her. And that last time we spoke, she still told me that statement. 2003. You know what I told her? I said, how can you dwell in the midst of silver and you're dreaming of gold? Oh, I'm looking for gold. But all you have around you is silver. Oh, I want gold. Somebody help me. And gold, you will need to take a journey to get to gold. But you're in the midst of silver and you're crying, I want gold. How would you get it? And I said, don't you stay in the midst of silver and keep dreaming of gold. Because you will never get it. You want that gold, then take a journey and go get it. Take a journey. He said, go, take a journey. And look for my country. And go to the people of my house, people that are like us. Oh, somebody came and said, oh, pastor. You know, he keeps pressurizing me that he wants to sleep with me. Why won't he do that? Where did you find him? Where did you pick him from? And the servant said unto, unto him, Peradventure the woman will not willingly, will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I need bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou camest? And Abraham said unto him, Beware that thou bring not my son Tita again. Oh my God. You know I love this. Uh, you know some of you when it comes to relationship you don't have standards you know anything just goes there's no standard for your when it comes to your relationship anything just goes you date anything you are a man anything in skirt will just do anything in skirt she's short she's tall She's fat, she's ugly. She's thin, she's any ah, I will just manage her because you don't have standard. No standards for life. You don't have standard. Look at what the servant said. The servant said, Look, peradventure the woman will not come. Would you like to take your son back to that place? And Abraham said, Ah ah, ah ah. Uh-uh, don't take my son back. You know what was happening? Abraham was not ready to compromise his standards. Oh my God, do you have standards when it comes to your relationship? The guy just comes and touch you, touches you anyhow. What is meant for one man? You have already distributed it to 20. Already. 20. 20. Some of us is 5. Some of us is 10. And that thing is meant for one man. One man, just one man. You've given it to so many. This one comes, touches his own. You go somewhere, he touches his own. Everybody is touching you. Oh my God, don't you know your value? Don't you know your what? He said, No, don't do that. Because I have set a standard and I'm not going to break my standard. 
Have you set a standard for that relationship? And you won't compromise when it comes to it. Because some of you say, oh, pastor. Oh, I set a standard. No man will ever see my nakedness. But here comes a guy. But he's already, you know, opening your bra a little. And, you know, that right to talk. But, you know, when he touches, he says, oh, no, go, don't go further. That's enough. You're breaking your standard. Oh, you set a standard for yourself. Oh, this and you say, oh, such a beautiful girl. You know, those bounce. And you say, oh, that's a little. Because, you know, it looks as if this guy is not so bad. You know, pastor sincerely doesn't drink. You know, pastor sincerely doesn't, you know, he doesn't smoke much. Just one cigarette. You understand? You know, pastor, you know, he goes to church. Maybe once in a month, you know. I can still manage him. Abraham said, no, what I want is what I want. No compromise. No compromise. And how many of us have compromised because of time? How many of us? How many of us have compromised because of time? How many of us have compromised because of our friends? Oh, the Bible says those that compare themselves with themselves are fools. How many of us look at Tony to do what we do? How many of us are looking at Bosse to do what we do? How many of us are looking at are looking at are, are looking at, at, at Jinka to do what we do? How many of us? But Abraham said, what I want is what I want. No compromise. <coughs> Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? Is somebody with me this morning? Are you getting something? And the Lord God of heaven, verse 7. Which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kingdom. Which spake unto me and swear unto me saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee. And thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this oath. Only bring not my son Tita again. Did you hear that? He's saying it again. I won't compromise my standards. I won't. Because what I want is what I want. And the servant put his hand under the tie of Abraham's master. And swore to him concerning this matter. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master. And departed for all the goods of his master when his hand. And he rose and went to Mesopotamia unto the city of Now. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water. At the time of the evening. Even the time when women go out to draw water. Oh can I tell you something from that scripture. He said, hey, the guy set out. And when he set out, hallelujah, hallelujah, are you with me? When he set out, the Bible says he set out at a time. And he made his camels to sit. That means he positioned himself. The Bible says he set his camels down by the well of the water. Water. At the time when women usually go out to draw water. Can I tell you this? He did not make his camels to sit at the time when the men go out to draw water. Because what was he looking for? He was looking for a woman. Are you following me? And there was a kind of woman he was looking for. So there are two things he has done now. He went to the place where he could locate his kind of people. And he positioned himself at a place at a time when women will come out to draw water and not men, not boys, 
not babies but women oh my god can i say this how available are you for what you say you want how available oh how available because you see i, I I'm, I'm i'm a female i'm looking for a very cool brother you know i want i want him to be very god fearing i want him to love god but you see oh where 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 are you are you positioning yourself for that brother is somebody with me are you positioning yourself for that brother because you see pastor once in a while you know i, I don't attend parties much but twice in a month the bible says he positioned himself are you with me how positioned are you for what you say you want how available are you because some of us the only people who are available to you say oh pastor it's not the bad guys that keep coming my way where did you position yourself where did you where did you position yourself <laughs> hallelujah Amen. oh pastor i'm finding it difficult someone some a guy came to me and said you know pastor, all these girls that you have everywhere all these girls they are not good they are no wife material Ah, 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 ah. Sorry for you. Better come and check out my wife. Better come and check out. Where, 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 where have you positioned yourself? Where are you? Oh my God! God cried out to Adam. He said, "Adam, where are you? You are not where I left you. Where are you? I left you in the spirit, but all of a sudden I begin to see you in the flesh. Where are you?" Adam, where are you? Where are you positioned? When they say the bank is coming to Akure, you are there. When they say Peace Square is coming, you are there. Let them say Domwen is coming, they won't find you there. And you say, Oh, Pastor, all the guys that come, they are bad guys. Why won't they come? Where have you positioned yourself? Oh my God, where are you? I believe God is still speaking what he spoke to Adam. Adam, where are you? And God is speaking to somebody this morning. Where are you? Where are you? Because there's a place you are meant to be. He positioned himself for what he wanted. Ay, ay, ay. I was listening to a man of God on TVN. The senior pastor of Free Chapel, Jettison Franklin. He said when he was in college all of his colleagues were bothered all of his you know fellow brothers they were bothered about oh whom do i marry oh sister so 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 sister so 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 he said god told him don't worry about don't worry yourself about such he said because there are some women that are so precious to me and there's a level i have placed those women have placed them in such a high place and if you are ever a man and you desire such a woman then you will have to walk yourself up to the level where they are and God told him just get busy with my work and in due season I will give you one in due season I will give you one then he got himself into the work and he began to do the work oh my God can I share this with you can I share this with you? One of my guys, when I was in secondary school, we used to bounce around. Oh, homies. 
We called ourselves AK Lords back then in secondary school. We had a group. Don't try us. You mess with us, we fuck you up. I went to SRK Polytechnic. He went to Laute. He joined cult. When he got to Laute, they suspended him for some time. Then they, got, they took him back. But eventually they destroyed his result and they gave him a pass. They gave him a pass. And the guy is struggling today because where will you take pass to go and get a job? When first class is still looking for a job? So he's somewhere struggling. Then we met in Lagos about two years ago. Two years or thereabout. Then he saw my wife. Then we went to greet. Oh my God, I love this woman. Then we went to greet one of my cousins. Then he, he came and met us there. Then when we were leaving, you know, I don't have a car. Even up there, I don't have a car yet. But I know my car is coming. Yes, we were about to leave that area. Because that area, you don't have taxi. You must take a bike out. Then we already had Timmy. Timmy was just some few months old. And all we needed was to take a bike. Then I stopped the bike for my wife. Then I helped her. She climbed on top with her baby strapped to her back. Then the guy pinched me. I said, where did you get this woman from? He said, because I, if I will ever want to marry, I want somebody like this. Because all the ladies out there are so money conscious. They are so material conscious. Oh my God. Where did you get such a woman? Oh, I told him I got her in the spirit. That's where I got her. I had to go into the realm of the spirit to get her. I wish you would know when my wife was in Futa. I wish you know how many pastors of fellowships wanted her as a wife. I, I wish you would know. I, I wish you would know. Because listen to me. A battle's woman is cast. Her price is far above rubies, above gold. If you will ever obtain her, you have to go in the realm of the spirit to get her. You have to. Oh, she's not everywhere. She's not everywhere. She's not everywhere. She's not everywhere. How positioned are you for what you say you want? The Bible says he went and positioned himself at that place where he will locate his kind of person. And he positioned himself at a time when women will go out to draw water. Some of us ladies say, ah, brothers are not coming. When you are always bony. You are always bony. Even when you are happy, you are bony. And the brother said, Can I approach her now? Ah, she's still angry. Then they withdraw. I can't go now. She might just slap me. She might just pour some water on me. How available are you for what you say you want? You position yourself for the bad guys. And they keep coming because that's what you have positioned yourself for. Can we go further because of time? And he said, Oh Lord God of my master, I pray thee, send me good speed this day and show kindness unto my master Abraham. I hope you are getting this down. And you can buy the CD. That's why I'm preaching this message again. So that you can keep hearing it. What did he do? He went to the right place. He positioned himself rightly. Then he prayed. Oh pastor, you know, can I introduce you to my girlfriend? Did you pray? When you met her. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh pastor, that's, that's my boyfriend. Did, did, you, did, you, did you pray about it? Or did he just, oh my God. Do you know we are, we are so motivated by what we see that we forget to pray? Oh, look at how she looks. Oh, look at how he looks. Eee, eee, 
I said, Pastor, he's the one. Did you pray? Did you pray? The Bible says he set himself and he made a prayer. God, grant me good speed today. Show me favor. Show me favor. Show me favor. Did you pray about that relationship? Oh, somebody, somebody here, you are under pressure. Somebody is mounting pressure on you. Oh, I want to date you. If I don't date you, I'm going to die. Come on, have you taken them? And you're saying, maybe I will just compromise. Maybe I will just, you know, agree for him. Let, let, let me just wait a while. Maybe till next week. Have you take time to pray before you are making up your mind to say yes? Have you? The Bible says he set himself to pray. Oh, let's move forward. Verse 13. He said, Behold, I stand here at the well of water. This is his prayer. He said, And the daughters of men of the city come out to draw water. And let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down thy pitch, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall say, Drink. And I will give the comments we also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. Thereby shall I know that thou hast shown kindness unto my master. Oh my God. Look up. He made a prayer. And his prayer was a specific prayer. I am a quantity of you. Thank God we have another one here. And if we have some architects here, they will understand. There's what we call specification notes. If you want to give me a building to build to prepare the BOQ, you must put specification notes. You know why? Because I'm going to come out with the cost of how much you will spend on that building. And you must be able to specify for me some items that will be in the building. Some of the specification notes that will be on the drawing so that I'll be able to prepare my course is you must tell me the kind of floor finish. Because the price of ceramic is different from terrazzo. The price of terrazzo is different from marble. Marble is more expensive. So if you just give me the drawing and I say, what are we going to put on the floor? I just say, anything. And I lose the price of marble. Then I finish the bill. Then you say, ah, this is too much. I don't have much money. It was because you didn't specify anything. So you must tell me, I need this kind of floor finish. It is this kind of window I need. It is this kind of ceiling I want. I want security door, not just any door. Specification no. The guy came and prayed to God. He said, God, I'm standing here by this well. Let the woman that will come to this well, that want to come and fetch water, that will come and offer me water, and not just me, but also my camel's water. He said, let that woman be the woman that you have chosen for the son of my master. Specification. Oh my God. You are looking for him, you are looking for her. Do you know what he looks like? Do you know what she looks like? I'm yet to meet her, but I can describe her for you. <laughs> I'm yet to meet him, but I can tell you how he looks like. You don't understand? Because I'm not going to be looking for something tall, then I will say something short, then I will compromise. Because I know what I'm looking for. Are you specific? Do you even know what you're looking for? Because a lot of us don't know what we're looking for. 
and that's why you date this one you date that one you date this it's because you don't know what you're looking for the guy was specific he said let the woman that will come to this world to fetch water listen many women will come there to fetch water oh true he said but let the woman that will come here and offer me water many women will offer her water offer him water he said and not just me but offer to feed my camels he said let that woman be the woman that you have chosen for the son of my master specification do you know what he looks like do you know what she looks like do you know come and ask somebody do you know oh you're not saying it like a warning come and ask somebody do you know what he looks like come and jack somebody jack that person do you know what he looks like do you know what she looks like do you know do you know do you know and that, that that's the place of confusion for a lot of us you're just confused because when 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 you got comes to he looks like here then all of a sudden michael shows up ah otujo hey festus don't ah he be like saying him ah ah i think he's dying you understand it's because you don't have specification anything just goes listen if i'm going to the market and i want to buy this glass cup listen look at me i want to buy this glass cup if i get to do you know when you get to the market especially when it's evil evil guys oh you came to buy this at the end of the day if you are not careful you will buy this one have you not experienced it before most most times you even buy some because they will tell you yeah, this one is better this one is better and it's only lie. oh my god but if i know what i'm looking for oh my god oh my god you can't confuse me you can't confuse me and you can't convince me because i know what i'm looking for for the guys have you ever gone to the market to buy a shoe before how many of us and you were going and you didn't know the kind of shoe you wanted to buy do you know how many shops you will enter that day do you know how many shops because you look at this one how this one's different look at this look the next shop you know why you're looking around because you don't know what you're looking for but if you know what you're looking for when you enter the first shop the guy will bring out a lot of shoes but you tell him come on forget it that's the shoe i'm looking for because you know what you're looking for you have a specification for what you're looking for so you're not confused do you know how he looks like do you know how she looks like can I tell you that beyond that, because this is very important, beyond the looks, can you describe him or her? Because you see, when it comes to relationship, it's not about the body. Because for a lot of us, it's about the body. Oh, figure it, I will die. I will die for that girl. Come on, check it. But listen to me the figure eight that you will die for today by the time she's 98 all her teeth are falling out then she wants to talk uh, no teeth anymore are you with me are you with me so you don't go into relationship for the body 
you go into a relationship for the intangibility material what is not tangible oh my god i wish somebody is here with me this morning for something that you can't see can you go beyond the flesh and describe her by something that we can't see can you can you can you describe her by something we can't see can you describe him by something that we can see can you because if you say that you want tall fine fair guys oh i'm sorry you will see a lot of tall fair fine guys uh-huh. <laughs> uh, somebody's oh my god somebody's eyes is popping open somebody's eyes is popping open you know I, i'm looking for a girl that is not too tall but you know oh my god i want her to have hips her hips oh my god i want her to have hips so that when she's going in front of me my head will be vibrating like this listen to me listen to me you will meet a lot of girls that are like that oh my god they're even too much uh-huh. oh my god i wish somebody is here this morning I wish somebody will laugh and get the truth. I wish somebody will laugh and get the truth. I wish somebody. Because my desire is to see you. In year 2020. In year 2030. You are happily married. You are not enduring your marriage. You are enjoying your marriage. that will see you in year 2015 or year 2020 maybe i'm going into a bank then i see you i say oh how are you and you're putting on a dark bone and i say can i see your first yeah, pastor because you know that money it just gave you some beating of your life and your face is black and you say ah, if i open the pastor will say ah, the message he preached on february 14 where did i put it beating you blue black Blue black, blue black. There's a lady we knew some years ago on this campus. The guy will beat her. Ay, ay, ay. The guy will beat the living daylight out of her. Then the guy will rape her. I believe you know rape is when you force somebody against her will or his will. The guy will rape her, beat her. Oh my God! And the following morning, you will see her. She's in that bone. You will think it's fashion. You know this big black. You think it's fashion? And say, ah, oh, that girl is tapping. Let her remove her glass. Then, if you were living in their house, you would say, ah, oh, if I were this girl, like it, this guy will never touch me again. Then, by the following evening, when you see them again, they are smiling again. umbrella, uh, uh. Forgot your umbrella, and restarted. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish somebody would laugh and get the truth this morning. Because I, I'm preaching some truth here this morning. Is somebody with me? Can you describe her by something that we can't see? Because what we can't see is what will make her different. Is what will make him different from every other person. What I can't see is what will make him different is what will make her different and listen to me the guy was looking for a damsel 
damsels are always beautiful so he was looking for something beautiful but he want went the extra mile he said god i want to describe our attitude i want to describe our character because the person i'm looking for is a very nice woman that my master's son can stay with something that we can't see extra mile And I wish I had time this morning to tell you what Rebecca did by the time she showed up. The guy said, the woman that will give me water and offer my camels water. The guy went with 10 camels. Oh, and he moved through the desert. And I learned from biology that when one camel has gone on a long journey, especially through the desert, he can drink up to a drum of water. Oh, so Rebecca came with a small bucket. I want to fetch just one bucket. But she ended up giving the guy water and feeding 10 camels. I was listening to Max Lucado on TBN years ago. And the guy was talking about, he was preaching from Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. He said, seeing that we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. He said, let us therefore run the race with patience. We're surrounded by a great cloud of witness. Then he told, he, he was in that message, he opened my eyes to that. That we are in this life. And we're surrounded by a great cloud of witness. And he described that life as a sort of stadium. That life is like a stadium. That we that are alive, we are running. We are on the racetrack. We are about to run. The referee is about to blow the whistle. On your mark, set, go. Some of us are about to start running. And some of us are running already. And he described the cloud of witness as the spectators. They are the ones sitting on the grandstands. And they are looking at how you are running your race. Oh my God. I wish you would understand that Noah is looking at you. I wish you would understand that this Rebecca we are talking about is looking at you. I wish you would understand that Paul is among the cloud of witness and is looking at how well you are running your race. And Max Lucado said, I'm going to do something this morning. I'm going to be picking out people from the grandstands to come and run the race with us. And what he was sharing in that message is that if he picks anyone to come and run with us that what will they have to tell us and the one he brought out most that touched me the most was this woman Rebecca he said if we'll ever bring Rebecca out of the cloud of witness to come and stand with us today and run with us he brought out David he brought out Paul, several people that what would they have to tell us when he brought out Rebecca he said what Rebecca will tell us is that the good that you know how to do keep doing it because she came to fetch just a bucket of water and it was in that mark message that Max Lucado started calculating making some mathematics that one bucket you will have to throw your fetcher of four liter into the well maybe two or three times to fill a bucket of water then he calculated the minutes maybe about three minutes to fetch us one bucket then he calculated the time the, of the distance between the well and where the camels were many buckets will fill one drum how many times you'll have to throw the fetcher into the well to fill a bucket and take it and fill 10 drums of water she wanted to come and spend five minutes at the well but she ended up spending nothing less than four hours and listen to me let's wait for that as i close 
I wish I could. I wish I had time to dwell on this. But I want us to close by 10.30. The Bible says, And it came to pass before he had done speaking. That behold, Rebecca came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of now, Abraham's brother, with a pitcher upon her shoulder. And the damsel was fair. If you look at another version, the Bible says, And the damsel was beautiful to look upon a virgin. Neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well and filled the pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water out of the pitcher. And she said, Drink, my Lord. And she instead and let down the pitcher upon her shoulder. And she gave him drink. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drinking. And she instead and emptied her pitcher into the trough. And ran again unto the well to draw water and drink for is camels hmm. <sighs> somebody here you're saying ah, ah, I've been working for the Lord for some time and what I desire for the Lord from the Lord is yet to show and because of that you're getting weary not Rebecca I wish you would understand that what she did, she did it because she was a good person. It was not like the servant told her, look, if you do this thing very well, you will marry the son of a very rich man. He didn't tell her that. So the good that she knew how to do was just what she was doing. I love that song that spoke about Jesus. He said, Anywhere he went, he was doing good. The mighty healer healed a leper. When the cripple saw him, they started walking. Anywhere he went, my Lord was doing be like our Lord Jesus Christ and go about doing good for anybody that comes your way for anybody you meet can you go about doing good remove one of these mic is making up can you go about doing good can you oh let's finish this verse 21 and the man wondering at her held his peace to wait whether the Lord has made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight and the bracelet for her hand of ten shekels weight of gold. Oh, reward! Reward! Oh my God! For that which you are doing presently, you are doing good, and some people are looking at you as if you are stupid. There's going to be a day of reward. There's going to be a day of reward. There's going to be a day of reward. Listen, this is the last thing the man did. Oh, Pastor, I have my specification. In fact, I've met him. Oh, all that I've written down about how he looks and about his attitude and his character, about the intangibility side of him that I want, I've written it down and I just met him. And Pastor, guess what? I met him last week and I've said yes to him already. Now, 
I'm not saying it's too short and neither am I saying it's too long but listen to me the guy described ah, described what he was looking for and a woman came and did exactly what he was looking for do you know that he could have just said by the time Rebecca fetched maybe 10 10 uh, maybe 5 drums of water and she was about to fetch the six the guy could have said don't worry it's you let's go you are the one but the bible says the guy held his peace and was looking at her very closely i was wondering i was thinking to see maybe god has made his journey prosperous listen to me even though you have met what you said you want there still needs to be a time of holding your peace and looking very closely because you need to look closely because even in the church we have a lot of people that are hypocrites uh -huh. that's why you have to look closely to it maybe God has actually granted you the request that you asked from him you don't just jump and say, oh, he's the one. She's the one. The guy held his peace after he had seen what he was looking for. To wait, maybe the Lord has made his journey prosperous. Oh, what I'm looking for, I've seen. But oh, can you give me some more time? I need to look closer. I need to look closer. And let me wonder a while to see maybe you are really the one. Because who knows? <laughs> who knows? Maybe Rebecca was hiding behind the ticket, behind the bush, when the guy was saying the prayer. And he said, Hey, is that what you are looking for? Don't worry. Then she quickly went home <laughs> and brought a bucket and said, Ah, see, I will feed all these guys. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Maybe you are a brother. You went to the back of, you know, back in those days when we were in Futa. Some brothers would go to the back of sports complex. You know, we, we, we used to go there. We'd go and pray about, about empowering series. Then you see some brothers come. Ha. Lord, that sister. In the name of Jesus. La brother, that sister appear. Shake it. And maybe the sister was just, you know, at the sports complex. And just reading her Bible. Maybe trying to prepare for the test. And he hears. Hey, that's your specification. Then it comes the next day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, give me some time. Oh, leave me some time. I need some time. I've seen what I'm looking for. But I need some time to be sure. Maybe this is what I'm looking for. I need some time. Oh, I need some time. Because even when you go to buy a shoe in the market, if you, are, if you don't look very closely, they will give you a look alike. And a look alike is not it. Uh -huh. A look alike is not it. Oh, there are Igbo maids out there. And there are Italian shoes. Are you with me? And you can't compare Italian with Igbo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are Igbo, yeah, please don't be angry. But you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You can't compare. Oh, two different things. It look alike can never be. It looks like it. But I need some time to be sure that it's what I'm looking for. I need some time. Oh, I'm looking for her. Follow this process. You will see her. 
but I'm looking for him. Follow this process. You come, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. If you can follow the steps, if you can follow these steps, if you can go with it, if you succeeded with it, then you can succeed with it. You can, you can, because it was tested, it was tried, and it has been proved that it worked, and it worked for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you rise to your feet and look at somebody and say, take your time? That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed.